Hey everyone, Nathan P. LaCroix here. What's going on from Dickerson Insurance Services? Uh, just had a quick chat with the team, um, just going over, you know, government stuff. So thank you all for attending. There's a lot of changes that are happening and we want to share them with you as soon as possible. And so I'm glad to be here with you all. A lot of familiar names on here. Uh, real quick though, um, if you'll all notice on your screen, there's a toolbar on the right hand side. Uh, there's a, a chat and a questions box. I just want to make sure, you know, Murphy's Law isn't running rampant today. If you can hear me okay, just in the question or the chat, just type in a quick yes so you can hear me okay, the audio's fine, and, and we can continue. Okay, cool. Yes, 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 so all the way down the line. Awesome. All right, so um, I want to get started real quick with, with just a quick intro, just a uh, just a reminder, you know, about Dickerson. Uh, I'm gonna share my screen here real quick. I just want to make sure everyone can see that too. Everything looks good. Awesome. Do a little F5 so we can get the presentation started here. Uh, very cool. Uh, so again, you know, with Dickerson, what we want to do is be that knowledge resource for everyone. Anything that's new out there, anything that's been, you know in legislation, any new laws that are coming into play, they may affect your business and the business of uh, you know, your clients' daily lives. We wanna be there and share that with you. But we do a lot more as well. We're all about collaboration, of course, with uh, with a partnership with Alera Group over in Chicago, Illinois. We've got you know over 80 firms. Actually, now we have over 90 and over 2,500 teammates across the nation. So no matter how complex the situation you might you might have, if you're licensed in other states and you want to explore what's out there, let us know. We're, we're happy to chat with you and just have those conversations to see what we can do to help uh, grow your business as well. Um, we also, you know, we have the, the digital support stuff. We've got over two dozen carrier partners in other states like, you know, Ambetter, uh, not Ambetter, well, with like with uh, Molina and all the other states. We can help you with FFM certification, SBM certification. If you're not familiar with those acronyms, definitely give us a call because there's a lot of acronyms out there. We can share those with you too. And really just helping you out uh, get that digital footprint as well and just making sure you're appointed with you know a lot of other carriers uh, in the uh, in the ancillary market because that's actually getting pretty big right now too so we definitely want to talk to you about that one-on-one -on -one. Uh, but in addition to individual we do help with group you know small large with Medicare ancillary benefits alternative funding uh, ICRAs uh, HRAs whatever it may be global entities if you happen to come across one we can help you out with that too uh, definitely with the ancillary partners, we're picking up more and more and more and more, uh, starting with the Aflac all the way down to Western Dental. And this is actually uh, a couple of weeks old. We're, we're actively going out there, getting contracts with all of these uh, ancillary partners. So we would love to have you get appointed with these carriers too. So just give us a call. We'll help you out on that. But right now, what we want to do is showcase uh, Molina Healthcare because they they were at the forefront. I mean, you know, Amy and her team, you know, they were on it. They were extremely proactive when it came to the, this new legislation, the, these these new laws that came out. They were one of the first, actually, I think they were the first to come out with a webinar on their own. And we took that as an opportunity to share that with our broker community as well and why we really want and are excited to have them here uh, on the line today. So again, just a quick recap online commission portals if you, uh, if you want. We've got on, ongoing training from industry leaders. We've got best-in-class quoting engines. We actually have three. We've got GA and sub-GA opportunities, 
personal tech support. We've got a very easy contracting system if you wanted to talk about two. So ultimately, we're a true FMO carrier. We're, we're here to be that knowledge base and provide guidance so that way you're not out there Googling and researching everything on your own. We want you to come to us so we can help you out every step of the way. Uh, in addition, if you are curious about you know websites and things like that, we can help you out too. But that's just like the quick and dirty of everything that Dickerson can do. So if you do want to contact us, uh, myself or Sally, you can screenshot this if you'd like. It's individual at dickerson-group.com or give us a quick call at the 800 number. I'll also be sending everyone our personal contact information as well. And just so you know, you don't have to take any notes or anything, there's not going to be a test at the end of this. We will be recording this webinar and we'll provide you the slide decks when we're done. So after this meeting, we'll send all of that information over, again, along with all of our contact information. So any questions you may have uh, after the meeting, you can always let us know if something pops into your head and you say, oh, wait, I wanted to know about that. Just reach out to us and we'll, we'll be happy to answer those questions for you. But during the meeting, uh, in the questions box, if you do have any questions that pop up during the meeting that come up, go ahead and type them there. And at the end of the meeting, we'll address those questions as much as we can. Anyone that we can't get to uh, for the sake of time, we'll, we'll uh, provide an FAQ as well. Uh, so getting back to Melina, we've got Amy and Andrea on the line as well with us. Uh, so what I wanted to do is transition over to uh, over to Amy right now, so she can share her slides and talk more about this this subsidy update that ta that takes effect today and what you can do today and, and really wrap your heads around that. So I want to make that transition. Also, if you do hear my dogs, they just want to go for a walk. They're my fuzzy, you know, furry coworkers. They just they're excited about pet insurance. So if you want to learn about that too, let me know. Uh, so Amy, I wanted to hand it over to you how are you doing today <laughs> i'm doing well about yourself yeah i got my dog uh over here too so if you guys hear him trying to get out uh <laughs> you know don't worry he's fine he's got his treats he's good to go um okay. all right let me show my screen there you go you're now the Perfect. presenter Thank and for you. everyone on the line right now i'll uh turn off my camera so we can focus on the content because that's really really important okay And you are good. All right. Hey, okay. I just want to say hi hey. to everybody. Um, <laughs> I know I haven't seen most of you guys in person for a while. Oh, there's Andrea as well. If you haven't met her, which most of you guys probably haven't, thanks, thanks coronavirus. But, um, you know, she's our new California rep. So hopefully we can get out and meet you guys in person soon. But just want to say hello. I see a lot of familiar names on the attendee list. So thank you guys for jumping on. I will get my mug off of the screen and then we'll... Uh, <laughs> get the slide deck here. So I'm going to stop doing this, move over to my deck. Uh, can you guys see my uh, deck here? Is it showing? Yep, I can see Perfect. it just fine. All right. Got a couple uh, yeses. Yeah. All right, we're good. Awesome. Let me get this guy moving. Okay. So thank you guys so much for joining today. Uh, Amy DeMarco, Director of Sales for Molina Marketplace. Uh, over our western region so that'll include california obviously my favorite because that's where <laughs> we are that's where i am uh texas new mexico utah and washington so lots of exciting stuff uh you know coming down the pike right now um the you know federal uh, folks have implemented the new subsidies as of today so i haven't actually gone on healthcare.gov to check them out yet but um you know we'll see it's been a very fast turnaround time um, just a quick overview of our agenda. Uh, we'll go over the American Rescue Plan, um, specifically how it impacts uh, the ACA line of business. 
what this means for you guys and our brokers, um, you know, how Molina is trying to adapt and, and you know, support you guys as we, um, you know, uh, implement the American Rescue Plan. And then a couple other things that we were planning on doing anyways, but it just is good timing that we're, you know, doing a lot of um, improvements internally as a health plan to better support you guys as we enter this new era of the ACA. So jumping into the rescue plan, I mean, most folks knew about the stimulus package because of those stimulus checks. So hopefully you guys have gotten those and, um, you know, some of these other uh, impacts, uh, you know, the child tax credit, earned income tax credit, a lot of good things in this bill to help folks. It does come in at 1.9 trillion. So, uh, you know, big number there, but uh, it's, you know, a lot of layers here to help folks. You know, one of the biggest is going to be um, our um, additional subsidies for ACA business. And just to be clear, this is for on exchange business only. We have gotten, you know, some questions. Well, what if someone's enrolled off exchange or, you know, what if they didn't want subsidies previously? They do need to be on exchange and opted in to have their um, income verified so that it shows that they uh, you know, are eligible for these subsidies because even if they're over 400% FPL, um, it does have to equate to no more than 8.5% of their income. So, uh, you know, we have our folks who are in the, you know, zero to 100 FPL range. They were originally paying two to 4% of their income on subsidies. Now they're going to be paying 0%. So, um, what that means is if there was anyone who is eligible basically for a silver 94 um, plan in California, silver 100 plan in our other states, um, you know, maybe they chose a bronze because they wanted a $0 out of pocket, uh, or sorry, $0 premium. Those folks can now move up to a silver plan and still pay, um, you know, uh, in California, a $1 premium and in our FFM states at $0 rate. So, um, definitely a, a much richer plan if folks move to a silver plan, but, um, you know, they can also take advantage of those additional subsidies. And then 150 to 200%, um, you know, basically seeing those um, premiums significantly decrease um, from, you know, 4 to 6.5% to 0 to 3% of their annual income, 200 to 50%, 200 to 250%, again, almost or more than, you know, cutting their premiums in half from what they're currently paying. And then, you know, that um, uh, trend continues up until that, uh, you know, we hit that 400 range, which in, in, you know, our federal states, they really have a cliff there. Luckily, you know, California did implement that 400 to 600% range um, for FPL, but uh, it does also move down what is considered affordable from 9.38% of annual income to 8.5. So those folks who were receiving some state subsidies are gonna see even more subsidies. And technically California is kind of getting out of that additional state subsidy game and just moving to the federal subsidies. So everyone should just be seeing federal subsidies, um, you know, starting as early as May 1st on their actual premiums. And this is for 21 and 2022. Uh, you know, once this money is out there, I, you know, it's going to be hard for folks to kind of transition back to pre-ARP days, but um, as it stands right now, this lot is just impacting this current coverage year and next year. And budget reconciliation, more fun stuff about, um, you know, how this is really going to roll out. 
as I mentioned, uh, I was ahead of myself here. This is just covering these two current years. Uh, and then we'll see what happens after that. Um, you know, these members have to be on exchange. And if they are on exchange for 2020 and maybe got, uh, you know, received too many subsidies uh, just for 2020, they will not have to pay back those additional subsidies. So that was kind of a interesting add to the law. So if folks have already filed their taxes and, you know, paid and reconciled for those additional subsidies that maybe they, um, you know, uh, weren't technically eligible for, uh, you know, talk to their CPA, but, you know, do recommend filing an amendment um, maybe to get some of that <laughs> dollars recouped if possible. I did see that the um, deadline to file taxes was extended as well, what, to May 17th, I think. So um, if they haven't filed their taxes yet, they have more time, but let them know, hey, you know, maybe you underestimated your income from this year. It was a crazy year. A lot of folks didn't really know where they were going to land with you know, everything opening and closing and opening and closing. So um, rest assured if they technically might have received too much, um, they shouldn't have to be paying that back on their taxes that they're filing for the next couple of months. And then unemployed individuals. This is, you know, a brand new um, bucket of folks who previously, um, you know, may not have been eligible for subsidies, but just uh, the fact that they are or have received unemployment um, benefits uh, for at least, or, or technically just been eligible for them within a week of 2021, they are eligible for a $0 premium plan on you know, most bronze plans, but that is tied to the benchmark silver plan, which is the second lowest cost silver plan. So um, whatever their income is, uh, the FFM, sorry, healthcare.gov, we also call it the federally facilitated marketplace, they are um, bringing those folks in at just an assumed income of 133% of the federal poverty level. California, because we do have expanded Medicaid here, is bringing them in at 138.1%. So they're not falling into that Medicaid bucket. And um, you know, whatever their income is, uh, they will be eligible for that uh, $0 um, benchmark plan or most bronze plans. And uh, of course they can buy a more expensive plan if they want to, uh, they'll just get the subsidies based on that income level. And you know, we're still trying to figure out how this is gonna roll out because there does have to be a different um, functionality for verifying income. So CMS is planning to implement this mid-July. They don't have a hard date yet. I think Covered California is probably gonna follow suit. I haven't seen yet an official date from them. But uh, I do want to caveat all of this by saying, you know, legislation, not legislation, but the implementation of this legislation is changing, um, you know, frequently. They are taking feedback. They are hearing from you. They're hearing from members. They're hearing from carriers. And they want to make sure this is as um, functional and as beneficial as possible. So, you know, we just heard a new update from Washington yesterday. And, um, you know, CMS, we also heard that, you know, there are some things that they're looking into. So, um, you know, I just want to make sure you guys know this is kind of where we currently stand right now, but things are, are changing rapidly. This has only been, you know, <laughs> two weeks. I think this legislation night was signed on the 11th, so a little over two weeks now um, that they've been able to get this, uh, or three weeks now, I should say, that they've been able to get this um, up and running, uh, you know, in less than a month. So, you know, bear with us. These are government entities that don't tend to move very quickly. This is, you know, rapid pace for everyone. Um, so I appreciate you guys being on here to get as much information as you can. And, um, you know, we'll keep uh, you guys informed as, as uh, everything <laughs> becomes available and we have more firm dates for you guys. 
Um, so for consumers, I did kind of cover this, but I, I do also like to see, you know, the percentages. So um, as I mentioned, you know, some folks could see uh, all of their premium go away. So that's wonderful or up to 70%, you know, their premiums can be cut in half. And then um, a lot of support for those 400% plus FPL folks. So um, for California, you guys should be seeing this take effect in, on April 12th. So, um, you know, today, technically on healthcare.gov, um, you know, I haven't seen it roll out yet, but uh, it should be coming out today. There should be the additional subsidies for shopping and comparing. Uh, and then members have the rest of this month to, you know, opt in on healthcare.gov to these subsidies for them to take effect on May 1st. Um, California, you guys can shop and compare on April 12th. And um, Washington, I forgot to add that here, but that shopping compare tool will be available in May. So they're um, taking a little more time to get this rolled out in Washington. Uh, the rest of them have been moving extremely quickly. <laughs> and uh, they are also some additional, uh, you know, timelines here. So for the special enrollment period, which was, you know, originally opened as a COVID-19 response and now uh, an additional extension for the American Rescue Plan, uh, healthcare.gov and Wabi or Washington Health Plan Finder uh, opened to uh, February 15th and they'll now extend through August 15th. Uh, Covered California took the most radical approach, which you know we're happy about. They started early on February 1st and now they've um, you know announced that this new kind of uh, OEP um, will be available April 12th through the end of the year. So basically at any time during 2021, because we had a regular OEP through the end of February, uh, or uh, there is you know, going to be this, uh, sorry, through the end of uh, January, we will have open enrollment all year round. So lucky California, I know that means you guys get no time off and there's no breaks, but um, you know, the good news is that Covered California is committed to making sure that these members have access to uh, these subsidies and, and can um, you know newly enroll if they just learned about them say in October or uh, you know that they will be able to access these all year round and they are on the, the, the effectuation is on the expedited SCP process so they have basically the entire month of uh, say April to enroll and it'll take effect May. If they you know, enroll anytime in May, they'll take effect uh, June 1st. So it doesn't follow the typical 15 day rule we see uh, in regular SCP. Um, you know, so it's a quick turnaround time for us carriers to get it <laughs> implemented. You know, if, if they enroll on the uh, you know, 30th and we gotta get them coverage on the first, bear with us, you know, it's, it's a lot to um, you know, process that quickly, but we are you know, working as, as fast as possible to make sure that uh, everyone has access to this coverage as, as um, you know, quickly as possible. Sorry, it's street sweeping day, guys. <laughs> you hear that in the background. Um, and, you know, the other good thing about living in California and working with Covered California and Washington Health Plan Finder is they are also going to be automatically updating members' um, uh, eligibility for these additional subsidies. So, you won't have to go in and opt in all your members. They will uh, take effect for California. They're gonna be um, processing these new redeterminations uh, April 15th through uh, April 30th. And then uh, Washington Health Plan Finder is going to be doing that. Um, they haven't set, set official start date, but they said it'll all be done by mid-May. Um, so for Washington, the earliest folks will see those additional subsidies on their actual bills. 
would be uh, June. Everyone else will see those in May. Um, and then they can opt in at any point throughout the year in these other states. So even if maybe they miss this, um, you know, August 15th deadline and they're currently enrolled on exchange, um, they can go in and opt in uh, in October to get those new subsidies. It's just for new enrollments that healthcare.gov and Washington are only going to allow um, folks to enter uh, during this SEP period. Again, California, everyone can enter all year round. Uh, and, you know, because these uh, subsidies are taking impact in May, there is, you know, then potentially four months that folks uh, would have been eligible for these subsidies, but um, weren't receiving them. And I'm still waiting for some guidance on, you know, how California plans to implement uh, this, because I've heard they might be doing something a little different. But the FFM has basically said they won't be, you know, retroing these um, subsidies, but they can reconcile them on their taxes. So when they file their taxes, um, you know, they'll be uh, eligible to receive them as basically a, a, a tax credit. Uh, for California, I'm not sure yet, so apologies. Um, you know, I, I think there are some discussions still going on, but if someone else has that answer, let me know. But I think there was some discussion of uh, maybe they could um, put it towards, uh, you know, the months that they are covered or, um, uh, uh, you know, there might be uh, more ways to take advantage of them throughout the year as opposed to just getting them on their taxes. But uh, don't have a final word on that yet. Um, and brokers, I know this is a big question we got for everybody. Uh, you know, what happens, uh, you know, with my AOR when they do this redetermination? Are they keeping a broker record? And everyone has, uh, you know, committed to keeping the current broker record on the account. Um, you know, in California and Washington, because everything will be automatic, there's really not uh, as much of a concern because, you know, the members technically don't have to go in and touch their application. But if, uh, you know, in healthcare.gov uh, accounts, members will have to go in or brokers will have to help them go in and update their accounts so they can redetermine for these new subsidies and possibly select a new plan if, if they could, you know, uh, level up uh, based on the additional premium support. Um, you know, there is more of an opportunity for maybe another broker to help them and to change that AOR. But as it stands, no, no uh, automatic change is going to be happening to broker record only if that member decides to move forward with a different broker. And here's another subsidy chart. So I know I don't want to beat the a dead horse here, but I, I do like a visual, um, you know, aid to help you kind of see, all right, for those folks in which FPL you know, what they're currently paying versus um, what they will pay for a silver plan, um, you know, starting in May in California and healthcare uh, and in our FFM states. So uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited about that. The one thing we don't show here is, you know, like um, someone over 400%, which, you know, in California, they do get a, a little more assistance, but I think at the top end of um, the 600% state FPL assistance, it maxed out it what, 18 point something percent of annual income. So big difference between, you know, the 8.5 that they're capping in it now and the 18% that um, Covered California has currently for that membership. And opportunities. Uh, so I've alluded to the over 400% FPL folks um, quite a bit. I, I think this is gonna be a, you know, very good time to reach back to, out to some of those folks who uh, you know, weren't eligible for subsidies before and were paying full boat, but found them to be too expensive during, um, you know, this pandemic or, you know, fell off for whatever reason, 
you know, uh, starting a campaign to, you know, touch base with those members and see if we can bring them back in now that there is this additional financial assistance. A um, very, you know, good path to getting some more business on the books this year. Um, the unemployed, uh, you know, because maybe they were on unemployment, but it was putting them out of the range of something they felt was um, affordable for uh, premium payments, then now a $0 premium, no one can really argue that that's unaffordable. So hopefully um, we can get some of those folks back into the fold. Um, again, this is gonna take a couple more months to implement, but you know, summertime, we should be seeing those folks um, be able to enroll with that uh, income eligibility. And then the uninsured, um, four out of five of these folks prior to the American Rescue Plan, um, uh, you know, we'll be able to find a plan for uh, $10 uh, or less uh, per month after tax credits. And, um, you know, over 50% of those four out of five, <laughs> no, out of 50% of the folks that are uninsured will be able to find a silver plan for uh, $10 uh, or less per month. So very excited to see that, you know, members who maybe went uninsured because, you know, there was no requirement, especially in the FFM states, California, obviously we have the requirement now, um, you know, they need to pay that penalty if uh, they don't have insurance, but, you know, sometimes it just wasn't affordable. So hopefully this um, allows them to A, have the requirement to do it and B, have the financial assistance to do it. So we're hoping that this really brings, um, you know, a lot of people back to the table who, felt that ACA was not the right fit for them in, uh, you know, prior to uh, the American Rescue Plan. And, you know, talking about uninsured, who are we looking at? So this is just for our uh, Molina Marketplace state. So if you were curious where we're located, um, you know, obviously California, but Florida, Michigan, Mississippi, New Mexico, Ohio, South Carolina, Texas, Utah, Washington, Wisconsin. Um, these are the, you know, uh, uninsured populations that are gonna be newly eligible for the tax credits. Uh, as well as, you know, the subset of those who are eligible for the $0 benchmark plan. So from 100 to 150% of the federal poverty level. So, you know, big numbers of folks who are going to be eligible for quite a drastic uh, increase in financial assistance this year. And uninsured nationally, not just in our, in our states here, uh, 3.6 uh, million. So if you guys are looking to sell outside of California or in other states, you've been thinking about it in past years, um, now is a good time to look into entering new markets. Um, you know, we're happy to have a different discussion. I can talk to you guys about how to, you know, sell in different states. Uh, the one easy thing is that most other states that we sell in, aside from California and Washington, are on one exchange, so you only have to get one training <laughs> and do one certification, uh, and and then you're kind of off to the races. You do have to get your licenses in those states, but if you have those, um, you know there's going to be quite a large opportunity to expand your book um, within California, but also um, nationally if there are other markets you're looking into. And uh, frequently asked questions. So as Nathan said, you know we did do a, a training couple of weeks back on this and we got quite a few questions. And so I did just want to hit a couple of the points um, that, you know, we received the most questions on that, you know, people still wanted to get cleared up. So uh, the first one was what happens to those folks under 100 under 100% of the federal poverty level? So those guys, uh, you know, it doesn't impact their eligibility. Luckily in California, 
you know, we've expanded Medicaid, so those members uh, would be determined eligible for Medicaid, um, uh, you know, already. But in other states where they haven't expanded Medi-Cal, uh, those members will not be eligible for subsidies if they're under that 100% uh, level. And um, I, I hit this one already, but members have to be on exchange and opted in uh, to verify income in order to be eligible for the uh, expanded APTC uh, and uh, reconciliation on their taxes when they file those in 2022. And um, what happens to the family glitch? Uh, for those of you guys who know, family glitch is kind of a term that we use in, <laughs> internally in the ACA world, but Basically, you know, the way the ACA defines affordability for folks receiving employer-sponsored coverage is just based on the employee's uh, cost. Uh, so a lot of employers will cover, you know, some of the employee's cost, but and they'll, they'll also offer dependent coverage, but they don't provide any financial support to those dependents. Um, unfortunately, this um, American Rescue Plan doesn't uh, tackle that part of the law. So, um, you know, the affordability question is still going to be the same. If the member is offered affordable coverage, sorry, the employees offer affordable coverage, and that's employee-only coverage, um, that's less than 9.78% of their household income, that is considered affordable coverage for the entire family. So, uh, yeah, we, we are hoping that there might be some movement on this to come under the Biden administration, because we know this really does, um, uh, impact a, a lot of those dependents who, you know, still find that uh, employer-sponsored coverage uh, difficult to afford. And then members on COBRA. So we've gotten quite a few questions about this, and then <laughs> Nathan and I, we were chatting about this prior to the call starting. Um, it is an exciting uh, point that members will be eligible for up to six months of temporary uh, COBRA subsidies. So they do have to be COBRA eligible. They have to, um, you know, uh, be on this plan for those, uh, that entirety to be eligible for the six months. So if their COBRA ends in uh, May, it's not like they can still get COBRA subsidies for the rest of that six month period. But, um, you know, those basically, the, it's 100% cost coverage for those COBRA premiums from April 1st to no later than September 30th. And how they're gonna be implementing that more to come it seems like some sort of you know the employer has to pay that and then they get it reimbursed on their taxes but um you know the irs is struggling just as much as we are to get up to speed with what all the different aspects of this law mean and you know the state franchise tax franchise tax board here in california working to figure out what's going on um you know with with the new subsidies so a lot of work still needs to be done on how some of these things are going to be handled um, and recouped on taxes, but you know we have a few more months <laughs> through the rest of 2021 until you know taxes have to be filed next year. So stay tuned for more guidance on um, some of the finer points on how these things will be implemented. All right, and Molina Sales. So we have you know our marketing materials now available to order on um, purchase on our FedEx website. We are also working on a, an American Rescue Plan kind of one pager to hit the highlights uh, about what this means for your members. So, you know, you have something to help um, explain to them what, what's going on with this new law and how it benefits them. Uh, I did just see drafts come through this morning and I haven't had a chance to look at them yet. So, um, you know, hopefully we can get those proofed and um, to Spanish translation 
uh, in the next week or so. So stay tuned for specific uh, marketing material on this topic. Uh, EVE training. So this is not specific to California. Uh, I'm sure Cal Covered California is going to do plenty of trainings, um, you know, on this as they get it rolled out. I think they have one specifically set up for the 20th of April already uh, to walk through, you know, the new subsidies and uh, and the uh, look and feel of um, Cal Hears with these updated. But uh, we are going to be hosting some trainings for our healthcare.gov states with Health Sherpa um, to show how they uh, are implementing this on their platform as well, since there are um, EDE partner that we incorporate into your broker portal and broker portal enhancements working on those as we speak we had another call this morning about um, you know working with a new broker portal vendor um, you know it won't happen in the next couple of months but hopefully before the end of the year we'll have um, new functionality for you guys we're really trying to push to get you know PCP uh, change and selection added uh, ID card ordering, more, um, you know, automated reports. So, you know, from uh, grace period reports, um, loss of APTC reports, all that fun stuff. So stay tuned for broker portal updates. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll also be getting you guys updates about the marketing materials and trainings coming through. We do have our SCP bonus. So we rolled this out. Um, you know, right before the, the uh, S, new SEP for the federal side. And this is um, currently set to run for enrollments from, you know, February through uh, May. Um, we're, you know, trying to see if we are going to be getting the green light to extend it through the rest of the special SEP period, at least on the federal side. Um, uh, stay tuned. But as it stands right now, any uh, members that you enroll, 25 or more, will uh, be eligible for a $50 bonus. They just have to stay on the books for 90 days and be paid through by the time you run the uh, bonus um, calculation. So uh, yeah, please, 25 plus members, $50. Hopefully that's not too out of the realm of possibilities, especially with all these new folks um, eligible for these expanded subsidies. And, you know, how can you guys figure out what is the impact to your current Molina members? So you have access to your book of business through your um, view portal. If you need any help accessing your view portal, please let Andrea or myself know. Um, you know, you can get your agent code where you can reset your password or security questions, whatever the issue is, happy to help. And um, go to your book of business. You can search by, you know, the effective date of 1-1. Pull, you know, it'll show active, it'll show terms, so you can see who's fallen off the books this year and uh, reach out to them to see if, you know, these additional subsidies will help make the difference to bringing them back. And you can also target those who are going to be the most impacted by the subsidies by searching, you know, sorting, I should say, by product name and the APTC and the member portion amount. So if you export this book to either CSV or Excel, um, you can, you know, pull out your bronze members specifically, and if they are on a one or a zero dollar bronze plan, many of them are going to be eligible for that um, zero dollar silver plan. So, um, you know, they're going to be automatically opted into those additional subsidies. But if they're already paying zero or one dollar, they don't really get any added benefit of these additional subsidies unless they get moved to a silver plan. Um, and, you know, we have the lowest cost silver plan in San Diego, Riverside, um, San Bernardino, uh, West LA, which is, you know, basically all of LA, uh, the Valley and the South Bay and Imperial. So, 
you know, these members could go from a bronze plan with high deductibles to a silver 94 plan pretty easily um, and still pay next to nothing. So highly recommend you guys look into, you know, which members are gonna benefit from this plan more and move them um, accordingly. And again, you know, target those folks who are currently not enrolled and, um, you know, might see a big difference in, um, in this new uh, world we're living in with the American Rescue Plan. And some other resources for you guys. Um, I know many of you on this call do work with our broker services team, but if you haven't, please give them a call. <laughs> I know we've had some longer than normal wait times this year. Um, you know, on average, we, we take, I think like 20 to 30,000 calls a year at our broker support team. Um, in January and February alone, I think it was January through half of February, we had taken in 10,000 calls already, which is like as many calls as we took in in 2019. So it's been um, you know, busy year. There's been a lot going on and uh, we expanded significantly in all of our markets, um, especially Texas. We, we overshot our sales goal there by 100,000 members. So, you know, we just didn't really foresee the, the growth that we, um, that we had. And, and so we have hired uh, four new people at the broker support team in the last two weeks and they are getting trained up as we speak. So, and I think we did just get approval for two more to get hired um, in the next month or two. So, um, you know, for Marketplace, we already had, I think, 10 dedicated staff. So very significant increase to our marketplace team at the broker services unit. So um, rest assured, we've heard loud and clear, you know, we want to be best in um, service and have really as low wait time as possible for you guys in as quick of a response time as we can get because you guys can still reach out to our um, teams via email and, um, you know, they're working on a one to two day turnaround time right now for most issues unless it has to be escalated. Um, to a different department. And our broker care team is um, phenomenal. I love them. I shout them out on every one of these trainings, but they are there to help you with any member services issues. Um, you know, they are basically your member services department for um, your uh, clients without, you know, needing to have the client on the line or have them sign an authorized rep form. And they can really help with just about anything related to your members, like uh, access to care, especially billing, claims, enrollment, um, you know, prior auth review, um, pharmacy benefits, all that fun stuff. And they are located in Utah, so time timing here is not PST, but uh, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain, so that's 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, Pacific time. And the rest of your team, so obviously you know me and Andrea. Um, based here in California. I'm in, Wash I'm in Washington, I'm in Long Beach and uh, Andrea is in Riverside. We have our folks in all of our other markets um, uh, and please don't hesitate to reach out to them if you have questions, if you're selling in other states or you know, if you wanna get contracts in other states, they're happy to give you kind of the rundown of um, you know, what the opportunity is in their market. And operational updates. So, you know, we have quite a few things in the works right now. Our biggest and most prescient um, change is our move to health plan services for our enrollment and uh, premium billing. So, you know, we've housed our enrollment and premium uh, processing in-house since, you know, the inception of Marketplace. 
And, you know, our need now is to have it be scalable and, um, you know, uh, um, sustainable <laughs> right now with when we, you know, grew so significantly, um, unfortunately, our staff, you know, is still our staff. We have a limited number of folks, um, you know, working on all of these uh, good things. So, you know, Health Plan Services supports um, 1.2 million members on exchanges right now. Once we add um, Molina, we have 600,000 members right now, so that'll go up <laughs> a little bit. But uh, they're, you know, supporting exchanges in uh, 39 states and um, currently supporting 21% of the market share. Um, for ACA business. So they are, you know, a trusted uh, vendor in this space. They've, you know, been around since 1970. So they're 10 years older than Molina. We've been around since 1980. So they, they beat us by a few years there. Uh, and, um, you know, we are just very excited to be working with um, this additional resource who will also be uh, assisting with our calls for enrollment, billing, and premium assistance. So Right now, you know, about 35% of our call volume to member services is um, based on enrollment premium billing. Uh, and so we are going to, we are predicting a, a very uh, significant decrease in the wait times and hold times of our uh, current contact center folks um, as we transition uh, that support over to HPS. So Stay tuned. We are, you know, working out the, um, you know, cutover process right now. Uh, we will continue to be um, managing enrollment premium billing processing um, through April uh, as we do our transition um, with the go live to HPS on April 26th. So bear with us. I mean, it, fortunately, we were hoping to do this transition during, you know, a slow SEP season and Biden administration at different plans. So, you know, we are gonna be obviously getting a lot of updates coming through um, during this time, you know, specifically from Covered California with the automated, um, you know, opt-in process and redetermination for these subsidies. So, um, you know, it's it's gonna be um, a busy, <laughs> busy season for us, but starting April 26th, um, you know, calls for member services for payment and billing will be routed to HPS and the pay now button on CoveredCalifornia.com and, and healthcare.gov will go over to HPS um, starting April 26th, if all goes to plan and all the testing and functionality is um, approved, which things are looking good that that won't be a problem, but uh, you know, we will um, not be making any changes until everything is in place and properly vetted and signed off on. So yeah, we'll be notifying members about these changes um, you know, uh, I think we've already started that process, but there'll be updates in their member portal. They'll be getting letters if they've, you know, signed up for um, email notification. They'll be getting emails, and we just want to make sure that they are aware that, you know, we will still be handling um, any changes that come in during that time. But um, some of those, depending on when they come into us, might not um, show up in their system until April 26th. So um, we're trying not to implement too many of those changes or updates to the account until we go with HPS, um, you know, the, that Monday of um, the last week of April. And another new process we're working on during this SEP period, we have uh, selected our new vendor for our provider directory. Uh, again, our provider directory is currently housed internally. We've had that same um, platform, I think, for 
going on close to, you know, between 15 and 20 years. Um, you know, it, it was kind of uh, revolutionary when we first rolled it out. And now, you know, we know we need to work with a partner and vendor who um, lives and breathes provider directories. And, um, you know, one of the other major benefits of moving to an external partner like Sapphire is that um, they'll be housing this platform on their servers and not ours. So um, their server capacity for this sort of functionality is, is dedicated to provider online directories and that'll free up a lot more um, space on our internal Molina servers to support the other um, databases and uh, functionality that we use at Molina. So, you know, we had some uh, payment functionality slowness, some website slowness. I know our, our provider directory goes slow sometimes and, you know, it's all connected in the Molina servers currently. So when there's server slowness, um, you know, in one area, it does tend to have a, a bit of a ripple effect um, to our other uh, platforms. And so working with, an event, with vendors like Sapphire and HPS, all of that functionality will no longer live uh, internally with us. So everything else at Molina should hopefully be going faster <laughs> once we get this functionality up and running um, with these partners. And we uh, have a go live date of September uh, this year for this new pod rollout. We are you know, having uh, consistent calls right now to make sure that we are um, building this out so it is as user-friendly, member-friendly, broker-friendly as possible. I'm definitely you know, speaking on your behalf to make sure everything I've heard from you guys um, in the past is getting uh, implemented um, you know, in this new world that we're moving to. Uh, a couple other things that you know, I didn't even think about, but our um, you know, functionality that is available with Sapphire is uh, assigning a PCP on the provider directory. Uh, it will require a, you know, a single sign-on um, with their uh, member information. But you know, while they're searching for a provider here, they can also say, oh, this one looks good. I'm clicking on them, I'm assigning them right here. Um, uh, we have quite a few other competitors, I won't name any specific names, but some very big players in the market who also use Sapphire. So we know it, it's tried and true, tried and true, and um, you know, a, a good, uh, well-received um, provider for all of these directories. Uh, oh, and the other functionality I like is the Yelp um ability so your members will be able to go on and say hey i love this doctor you know five stars or eh, the wait time is kind of long you know i i you know maybe you know just heads up if you do try and go to their office um because i love yelp so <laughs> i always appreciate what other folks have to say about this um kind of uh uh you know search tool and the search functionality is um you know kind of a google experience. So when you look at um, that search bar right there, you can type in family medicine, you can get more specific about the category you're looking for. But if you don't specify a category, you can just type in the doctor's name, you can type in a zip code, you can type in, um, you know, really anything, even if it's misspelled, it'll give you, you know, all the related um, searches that, you know, you might be looking for. So very excited to be using a uh, much more intuitive and, and um, user friendly platform. And MolinaMarketplace.com, another functionality. We already built this out. So luckily, <laughs> this work has been done. Hopefully, you guys have been able to check out our new public website from our ACA line of business. Um, if you just go to MolinaMarketplace.com, this is where you'll land. Uh, you can access all of the member documents. You can get into your broker portal. You can we have some broker FAQs. As I mentioned, our marketing materials are here. 
if you want to use our logo on any of your marketing materials there's a logo um, approval uh, link there you can click on that and um, you know that goes to me and I'll approve <laughs> you using our logo on any of your materials if you you want um, we also have you know banners on this website so we're constantly pushing out new information we pushed out our uh, scripts edition through the banner it's an orange banner at the top it's not showing on this picture here but um, we also have uh, an updated banner about the American Rescue Plan so our FAQs are on our website uh, they just look at you know the banner that says your premium may be lowered due to recently passed legislation see how you benefit it'll take you to the FAQs for California Washington and the FFM all right oh that's the end of my side okay <laughs> let me see here i'm going to um see if we have questions um and if you want i can handle those as well thank you for the amazing awesome. presentation and everyone on the line right now um this is all the information that we've been able to uh you know accumulate together and, and present it to you. And that's just over the last two weeks. And even today, there's new information that's coming in. Uh, so as more updates come, we're definitely going to share with everyone as well. But as a reminder, uh, again, the SCP has been extended. It was May 15th. Now it's going all the way to August in many of the federal states in the state of California. It's all the way till the end of the year. And also with these additional expansions of the subsidy it's, itself, it provides everyone here an opportunity to get in front of more people and help more people during this time, especially those that may not have qualified for subsidies before. They may actually qualify for subsidies now. So maybe they were, you know, not really wanting to get onto a like a, a better plan. Maybe they had to choose a bronze plan because of affordability. Well, they now have the choice of, you know, choosing uh, maybe a, a better Molina plan, going to silver, maybe even gold based off of the new subsidies, whatever that may be. And you now have that chance to help them out. So it's as simple as, you know, you can give a call to your existing clients and say, hey, look, there's some new subsidies going out. Those who may have declined healthcare altogether because it was unaffordable, they, it might actually be affordable. They might qualify for those subsidies and have the op that opportunity now to enroll for the first time too. And you can do that by simply giving them a call. So think about kind of the low hanging fruit there. There's a lot of your clients uh, existing that you can certainly help, or maybe even some prospects that you were talking to before, but said, eh, not really right now, it's too expensive. Well, now you can talk to them and say, hey, let's see if you qualify for the those additional subsidies as of today uh, and then you know help them out and that's what we're in the business of, of doing so we're glad to share this information with you so there are a couple of questions here Amy that might be a little bit beyond uh, your scope or my scope as well it kind of goes into like tax territory but if you want just um, if there's anything that you do know when we do answer or ask these questions uh, just to the best of your ability if you do know something just just let us know um actually let me do this yeah and i actually i think i see the questions here so i can tackle some of these i'll start with uh oh thank you for putting up the, the placeholder here um let's see raquel hello um has the state been able to set up something where the member on edb will not go into medi-cal so um that is where covered california has set the um income eligibility at 138.1 of the federal poverty level because Medi-Cal is up to 138%. So yes, they're very cognizant that this population, um, you know, uh, should not be going into Medi-Cal. 
um, you know, if they do not want to. If their income is lower and they want to go to Medi-Cal and they can opt into that, that's their choice. But if they're on Covered California right now and they're coming in to enroll, they will automatically be eligible for Covered California without be without being, you know, pushed into the Medi-Cal bucket. So they are um, ensuring that, you know, that's um, that that business will stay with Covered California and, and not have to, you know, kind of um, tackle the Medi-Cal <laughs> redetermination process. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, so um, looking to sell in different states who can help and who can talk to you. Uh, you could talk to us. Um, we could talk about, you know, licensing in different states. If you're not already, if you are curious about all of the other states uh, that Molina are, are in, um, we can even share with you even the prices of getting licensed in those states. Some of them are very, very cheap. And then, of course, you can work with us on the very next step, which is once you're licensed in those states, if you already are, uh, making sure that we get you appointed and also getting you in touch with the right contacts so we can see what's out there in those markets. So if you're not familiar with the market in those particular states you want to expand into, we have uh, a wealth of resources. We've got uh, Amy's team, you know, as you saw on the uh, one of the slides, all of the contact information, which again, we'll send over to you as well. Uh, so we can get you in touch with those folks to, uh, to make sure that you understand the market um, as it stands as of today. Awesome. Yes, thank you. Uh, Dickerson is, you know, one of our top, I think, 10 agencies nationally. And so they are appointed in all of our states. And, you know, um, we can work together to make sure that you get everything you need to be able to sell in other markets because there's any time to enter new markets. This is it. Um, okay, let's see, lose, uh, they can amend their taxes. So this is for 2020 taxes only. I just want to be clear. There is no guidance currently in the rescue plan to discuss, um, you know, an overage of subsidies received for 2021 or 2022. Additional or whatever, you know, subsidies they might have not been eligible for back on their 2020 taxes. Um, they uh, should talk to their tax preparer and, um, you know, amend their taxes. They should be able to not have to pay those back if they already have filed. Yeah, thanks for, for informing us of that. So uh, ultimately, we would say definitely if they did work with a tax preparer, you'd want to have them go back to the tax preparer and see what they have in terms of their systems to be updated and, and rerun to see if there's anything that could be waived. Uh, so in, in that aspect. It's, again, a little bit beyond our scope. We're not certified CPAs or tax accountants, so we may not be able to provide the best guidance, but other than it's best to go back to the professional and make sure that they have their systems updated with this new information. Uh, oh, uh, Ramon, uh, just want, yeah, to clarify, correct. So you were asking, uh, COBRA is only eligible to people that are laid off or terminated. Um, you are correct. It, COBRA is awarded to people who have been involuntarily terminated, not due to gross misconduct. If somebody just says, I want to be voluntarily taken off of my group plan, uh, they, for the most part, would not be eligible for choosing COBRA. But the, now that uh, days, they'd actually have the opportunity to um, go on to the exchange if they wanted to find, maybe their employer plan was a little too expensive. Uh, they, they might be able to find something on the individual market. Yes, good point. And yeah, if they choose to leave their job, they are not offered COBRA either. Yeah, good yeah. point there. And a new FPL chart. So uh, annually, uh, there is an updated um, uh, income level chart every you know March or April. Uh, the feds come out with an updated one um, to kind of uh, impact the eligibility for the different categories. You know, 100 to 150, 150 to 200. 
Um, so that FPL chart came out, I think a week or two ago. Um, and Raquel uh, and, and maybe uh, Nathan, if we wanna send that out um, with the deck, I'm happy to share that with you guys so you have it. It shouldn't change you know, too drastically. I think, you know, it's a couple hundred dollars, um, you know, of an increase to, um, you know, the annual household income and Covered California actually sent out an updated um, notice kind of uh, relating to this because usually the FPL chart comes out mid-year. People are redetermined, um, you know, uh, during open enrollment for the next year. So, the updated income levels don't really impact anyone during the year, but because they're doing this automatic redetermination right now, if a member is right on that bubble, you know, I think it's like 17,000 and change. So if they are in that space where, you know, if they get redetermined and the FPL has increased and they're technically now eligible for Medi-Cal, they will need to go in and update their income. So, uh, so they're, you know, not falling into that Medicaid bucket if their income has changed. Um, I know a lot of folks awesome. are self-employed. Yeah. And they can kind of mm -hmm. estimate their income as, as they see fit. <laughs> so if they were estimating it, so they were, you know, above that Medicaid bubble, um, and they're now going to fall under it, uh, definitely, you know, help them understand that, you know, this could be a an issue with them going into Medi-Cal unless they can get that updated. Um, I think within April and then it'll take effect in May. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And it's good that we, there, there is uh, new charts out there. So absolutely. We can, we can share that with you all too. Um, oh, Pat. Yeah. So <laughs> I have heard this a lot too. We've stopped doing cover California because it takes so darn long. Any advice, uh, just lose money every time having to go through the cover California app. I hear that day in, day out where you're <laughs> pretty much on the phone with a client and you're like okay let's walk you through this let's see if you qualify for subsidies let's have you upload or send me the information to upload as i do the application over the phone asking all of those detailed questions sometimes the client has to hop off because they either don't know that information or they have to get that information and then what happens they end up going online by themselves say over the weekend to finish up the application and then right when it comes to time to say like hey did a broker help you out? A lot of times we have seen, yes, where clients will actually skip that part because they don't remember and they'll get enrolled, of course, but the broker unfortunately doesn't get credit. Now, one thing with Cover California, I do want to let you know, they do have uh, BOR forms if you're not aware. So if that does happen and you do contact the client you know, later on, let's say like a month later and you say, hey, did you enroll for Cover California? If they say yes, there actually is a form to where you can actually assign yourself as a broker of record. So if you are curious about that, let me know. We do have the forms and we can send them off. So if that does happen, that's one thing. But in terms of uh, advice, um, I'm not sure if I can share this. Uh, a little behind the scenes stuff for everyone. Uh, so Dickerson, our, our leadership team, is actually working with uh, Kevin Lee and a few other folks, not only with Cover California, but uh, with uh, Quoted as well. So they're actually working with our, uh, the, the, the tech team, the, the chief information officer over there. And they have heard the call and they are actually considering developing something called affiliate links. So like with every carrier direct, if you go into the broker portal, they have this specialized link where it looks like you're 
you send it to a client, it looks like a regular website, they can browse plans with that specific carrier, and they can enroll, and that data goes to the carrier, and it slaps your broker information on it, so it's kind of like self-auto-enroll. So Cover California is actually considering that as well. So it's still in the early, very early stages. It may be a few months before anything actually gets rolled out. Uh, personally, I am actually one of the beta testers to test out the system. So you're kind of in awesome. the, you're talking to the right people. So uh, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm gonna keep your information, Pat. So that way we can stay in touch. Any updates that I receive, I will let you know so you can follow along the story to, you know the the main goal is to make this more self-sufficient for the for the employee or not the employees the members out there to where you're not having to sit on the phone with them for hours and hours and hours it's just hey click here find a plan see if you qualify for subsidies have those subsidies apply get, uh, apply for the coverage that you want it goes uh, directly to cover california directly to the carrier and you get your broker information on there as well so that's still in early early development but i do want to let you know what my role is in this so i am doing some uat uh, testing and i'm happy to share any of the results that i'm allowed to share so i know i'm allowed to share this portion um, but uh, if there's anything I can't, I'll definitely let you know, like, hey, you know, NDAs and things like that, they can get a little cumbersome. So anything I am able to share, I will be happy to share with you on that. So, yeah, um, awesome. good news is coming. Yes. <laughs> yes. And all the brokers on here, talk to your covered California reps. Let them know this is something you want if, you know, you want to be able to um, have more accessibility and more folks, you know, supporting covered California enrollment like HealthSherpa really has revolutionized the enrollment process um, for healthcare.gov. Uh, you know, 10 minutes as opposed to kind of the 30, 45 minute regular enrollment process. So uh, if we can work with other partners like Quoted or other WBEs, um, you know, so you just have multiple avenues to enroll on covered California you know, let, let, let them know this is what the people want, right? Yes. Um, and then, um, oh, and for HPS members, uh, auto pay information will automatically be transitioned over. They won't have to update anything. Um, we are doing some outbound um, calls and a, a letter campaign um, if they don't have an email currently, because we do need to have an email, um, uh, updated current email so that they can get information about their auto pay. Um, but they won't have to, you know, re-enroll into auto pay if they're currently um, on it. So that is good news there. We are oh, yeah, not in Nevada currently, but potential for future years. Um, so stay tuned, not 2022, but uh, possibly 2023 um, for a couple different markets. And um, uh, someone gets, oh, sorry. Do you know if there are any plans oh, yeah. covered California to remove the silver surcharge, Kareem? Um, so currently the uh, silver loading is because the past administration defunded the cost-sharing reduction um, uh, support that was going to uh, the exchanges and the plans to pay for the additional, you know, silver CSR plans. Um, that hasn't changed, not by this law. I imagine, you know, we might see some movement on that in the future, but currently um, silver loading is here to stay until there is additional funding for those CSRs. Um, and Nathan, is it okay if I just like run through this stuff? I know we're at uh, time here. If anyone yeah, needs to hop to off, please do. Yeah, and you'll you'll get a recording. Anyone who does have to hop off right now, don't worry. There'll be a recording of these additional questions too. So we can run through them. We've got two more questions left. Uh, the other one was, can someone get the $1 silver if they had unemployment sometime this year and now ended with no current income? Otherwise, do they have to take Medi-Cal or is there a choice? I believe that kind of referenced uh, previous questions that we had before. 
Yes, but yeah, David, to answer your question, I mean, there is a choice. Um, they can go into Medi-Cal if they want, but if they go to Covered California, they will automatically be deemed eligible to be just a little bit above the Medi-Cal eligibility, um, whatever their income is for the year, whether it be higher or lower, so they can get that $1 silver um, uh, by opting in there. And uh, going on exchange, yes. And if a client designates a new broker midterm due to current listed broker is no longer in business, would the new broker get the commission? Yes, so any AOR uh, agent of record changes that go through Covered California and come to us, we will um, update that uh, agent as their agent of record and then the commissions will pay out on a go forward basis to that new broker. Yeah, and again, I'll, I'll, I can send everyone uh the actual document and the the email of where to send that if uh if that does happen so if you do get an aor if you do talk with a client and they say i want you to be my broker as of this date and if it is mid-year uh you'll be able to use that form and be able to send it off to the appropriate cover california folks so that uh they can make that change and then you get your commission as amy said on a go forward basis fantastic okay. thank you nathan okay. i think we're um, out of questions. All right, you guys took it easy on us. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate your time. Thank you again for hopping on. Um, you know, as, as Dickerson expands, we've got a few more things in the works. Again, with NDA, be very excited. It's it's going to be a lot about uh, inclusion, diversity, um, and, and providing a voice um, for for uh, folks out there. Uh, from all walks of life. So we're, we're starting a new campaign. It's a new kind of interview type series, almost like the uh, actor's corner, uh, if you will. Uh, we've got <laughs> some big names coming in as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, go to thebrokersga.com. Definitely sign up for uh, the newsletters and, and upcoming events. There's a lot of... Uh, I wish I could say stuff, um, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> oh, it's just it's going to be huh? really cool. Um, so yeah, definitely want to be a part of that. Um, we're we're excited to reveal a, a lot of really awesome things. So, um, and again, it's also a place where you can get information like this. Any new updates with any new laws, legislation, how it affects you, uh, talking points on bringing it up to your clients. We're going to be sharing that with you uh, on a go-forward basis. Uh, so definitely make sure that you uh, stay informed. And if you do have any questions about, you know, Dickerson, what else that we can do, we're very flexible. We're very custom to what your needs are. So it's not just a cookie cutter template of what we do with all brokers. Everyone is different. So we work with all of you differently. So uh, feel free to reach out to any one of us. Just ask any questions, talk shop. You can even vent if you want. I don't care. I'm always here to, <laughs> to chat. Uh, so that, that was my closing rem remark. So I want to leave it up to uh, Amy and, and Andrea for final remarks before we close this whole thing out. Oh, thank you, Nathan. Just a massive thank you to you and everyone who was able to join today. Um, appreciate your time and, and attention. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep the lines of communication open as, as we get updates and hope you guys have a wonderful, special, special enrollment period this year. And uh, happy Easter to you guys as well. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Happy Easter. Thank you. All right, bye everyone.